Welcome to Narrative Live's special coverage of a very important event. How are you, everybody? Nice to see you. We turned on the music at this incredible event. We've just seen Kamala Harris, the Vice President-elect, uh, walk onto the stage uh, after their fantastic, fantastic victory. Um, and we will shortly be bringing you her speech, uh, along with a speech of the 46th president, or what is likely to be the 46th president uh, of the United States. Uh, he was, of course, uh, announced that by various networks and news organizations today. I'm as breathless as, because I'm so excited, but I'm also breathless because I've been running around trying to make sure we could bring you this coverage tonight here on Narrative, because it's been a big part of our story. It's been a big part of why we're here and why you're here and why you made this happen. So uh, it's good to be with you tonight. And later on, uh, the usual crowd of amazing people that we speak to on Narrative will be around, hopefully, to provide more uh, more analysis. Now let's listen in to Kamala Harris, the Vice President-elect of the United States. Good evening. Good evening. <laughs> Good evening. Thank you. Thank you. Good evening. So, thank you. Good evening. So, Congressman John Lewis, Congressman John Lewis, before his passing, wrote, democracy is not a state, it is an act. And what he meant was that America's democracy is not guaranteed. It is only as strong as our willingness to fight for it. <laughs> to guard it and never take it for granted. And protecting our democracy takes struggle, it takes sacrifice, but there is joy in it and there is progress because we, the people, have the power to build a better future. And when our very democracy was on the ballot in this election, with the very soul of America at stake, and the world watching, you ushered in a new day for America. To our campaign staff and volunteers, this extraordinary team, Thank you for bringing more people than ever before into the democratic process. And for making this victory possible to the poll workers and election officials across our country who have worked tirelessly to make sure every vote is counted. Our nation owes you a debt of gratitude. You have protected the integrity of our democracy. And to the American people who make up our beautiful country, thank you for turning out in record numbers to make your voices heard. And I know times have been challenging, especially the last several months. The grief, sorrow, and pain 
the worries, and the struggles. But we have also witnessed your courage, your resilience, and the generosity of your spirit. For four years, you marched and organized for equality and justice for our lives and for our planet. And then you voted. And you delivered a clear message. You chose hope and unity, decency, science, and yes, truth. You chose Joe Biden as the next president of the United States of America. And Joe is a healer, a uniter, a tested and steady hand, a person whose own experience of loss gives him a sense of purpose that will help us as a nation reclaim our own sense of purpose, and a man with a big heart who loves with abandon. It's his love for Jill, who will be an incredible first lady. It's his love for Hunter and Ashley and his grandchildren and the entire Biden family. And while I first knew Joe as vice president, I really got to know him as the father who loved Bo, my dear friend who we remember here today. And to my husband, Doug, <laughs> and our children, Cole and Ella, and my sister, Maya, and our whole family, I love you all more than I can ever express. We are so grateful to Joe and Jill for welcoming our family into theirs on this incredible journey. And to the woman most responsible for my presence here today, my mother, Shamala Gopalan Harris, who is always in our hearts. Uh, when she came here from India at the age of 19, she maybe um, didn't quite imagine this moment, but she believed so deeply and in America, where a moment like this is possible. And so I am thinking about her and about the generations of women, black women, Asian, white, Latina, Native American women, who throughout our nation's history have paved the way for this moment tonight. Women who fought and sacrificed so much for equality and liberty and justice for all, including the black women who are often too often overlooked, but so often prove they are the backbone of our democracy. All the women 
who have worked to secure and protect the right to vote for over a century, 100 years ago with the 19th Amendment, 55 years ago with the Voting Rights Act, and now in 2020 with a new generation of women in our country who cast their ballots and continued the fight for their fundamental right to vote and be heard. Tonight, I reflect on their struggle, their determination, and the strength of their vision to see what can be unburdened by what has been. And I stand on their shoulders. And what a testament it is to Joe's character that he had the audacity to break one of the most substantial barriers that exists in our country and select a woman as his vice president. may be the first woman in this office, I will not be the last. Because every little girl watching tonight sees that this is a country of possibilities. And to the children of our country, regardless of your gender, our country has sent you a clear message. Dream with ambition, lead with conviction, and see yourselves in a way that others may not, simply because they've never seen it before. But know that we will applaud you every step of the way. And to the American people, no matter who you voted for, I will strive to be a vice president like Joe was to President Obama. Loyal, honest, and prepared, waking up every day thinking of you and your family. Because now is when the real work begins. The hard work, the necessary work, the good work, the essential work to save lives and beat this epidemic to rebuild our economy so it works for working people, to root out systemic racism in our justice system and society, to combat the climate crisis, to unite our country and heal the soul of our nation. And the road ahead will not be easy, but America is ready. And so are Joe and I. We have elected a president who represents the best in us, a leader the world will respect and our children will look up to, a commander in chief who will respect our troops and keep our country safe, and a president for all Americans. And it is now my great honor to introduce the President-elect of the United States of America, Joe Biden.
My fellow Americans and the people who brought me the dance, Delawareans. I see my buddy Tom Senator Tom Carper down there, and I think I think Senator Coons is there, and I think the governor's around. Is that Ruth Ann? And that former Governor Ruth Ann Minner. Most importantly, my sisters-in-law and my sister Valerie. Anyway. <laughs> Folks, the people of this nation have spoken. They've delivered us a clear victory, a convincing victory, a victory for we the people. We've won with the most votes ever cast on presidential ticket in the history of the nation. 74 million. What I must admit has surprised me. Tonight, we're seeing all over this nation, all cities and all parts of the country, indeed across the world, an outpouring of joy, of hope, renewed faith, and tomorrow, bring a better day. It's about people. And that's what our administration will be all about. I sought this office to restore the soul of America, to rebuild the backbone of this nation, the middle class, and to make America respected around the world again. And to unite us here at home. It's the honor of my lifetime that so many millions of Americans have voted for that vision. And now, the work of making that vision is real. It's a task, the task of our time. Folks, as I said many times before, I'm Jill's husband. And I would not be here without her love and tireless support of Jill and my son Hunter and Ashley, my daughter, and all our grandchildren and their spouses and all our family. They're my heart. Jill's a mom, a military mom, an educator. And she has dedicated her life to education. But teaching isn't just what she does, it's who she is. For American educators, this is a great day for y'all. You're gonna have one of your own in the White House. And Jill's gonna make a great first lady. I'm so proud of her. And I'll have the honor of serving with the fantastic vice president who you just heard from, Kamala Harris. Who makes history as the first woman, first black woman, the first woman from South Asian descent, the first daughter of an immigrant ever elected in this country. It's not possible in the United States. It's long overdue. And we're reminded tonight of those who fought so hard for so many years to make this happen. But once again, 
America's bent the arc of the moral universe more toward justice. Kamala, Doug, like it or not, your family, you become an honorary Biden, there's no way out. To all those of you who volunteered and worked the polls in the middle of this pandemic, local elected officials, you deserve a special thanks from the entire nation. And to my campaign team and all the volunteers and all who gave so much of themselves to make this moment possible, I owe you, I owe you, I owe you everything. And to all those who supported us, I'm proud of the campaign we built and ran. I'm proud of the coalition we put together, the broadest and most diverse coalition in history. Democrats, Republicans, independents, progressives, moderates, conservatives, young, old, urban, suburban, rural, gay, straight, transgender, white, Latino, Asian, Native American. I mean it, especially those moments and especially those moments when this campaign was at its lowest ebb, the African-American community stood up again for me. You always hit my back, and I'll have yours. I said at the outset, I wanted to represent this campaign to represent and look like America. We've done that. Now that's what I want the administration to look like and act like. For all those of you, who voted for President Trump. I understand the disappointment tonight. I've lost a couple times myself, but now let's give each other a chance. It's time to put away the harsh rhetoric, lower the temperature, see each other again, listen to each other again. And to make progress, we have to stop treating our opponents as our enemies. They are not our enemies, they are Americans. They're Americans. The Bible tells us to everything there is a season, a time to build, a time to reap and a time to sow, and a time to heal. This is the time to heal in America. Now this campaign is over, what is the will of the people? What is our mandate? I believe it's this. Americans have called upon us to marshal the forces of decency, the forces of fairness, to marshal the forces of science, and the forces of hope in the great battles of our time. The battle to control the virus, the battle to build prosperity, the battle to secure your family's health care, the battle to achieve racial justice and root out systemic racism in this country. And the battle to save our planet by getting climate under control. The battle to restore decency, defend democracy, and give everybody in this country a fair shot. That's all they're asking for, a fair shot. Folks, our work begins with getting COVID under control. We cannot repair the economy, restore our vitality, or relish life's most precious moments, hugging our grandchildren, our children, our birthdays, weddings, graduations, all the moments that matter most to us until we get it under control. On Monday, 
I will name a group of leading scientists and experts as transition advisors to help take the Biden-Harris COVID plan and convert it into an action blueprint that will start on January the 20th, 2021. That plan will be built on bedrock science. It will be constructed out of compassion, empathy, and concern. I will spare no effort, none, or any commitment to turn around this pandemic. Folks, I'm a proud Democrat, but I will govern as an American president. I'll work as hard for those who didn't vote for me as those who did. Let this grim era of demonization in America begin to end here and now. The refusal of Democrats and Republicans to cooperate with one another. It's not some mysterious force beyond our control. It's a decision, a choice we make. And if we can decide not to cooperate, then we can decide to cooperate. And I believe that this is part of the mandate given to us from the American people. They want us to cooperate in their interest. And that's the choice I'll make. And I'll call on Congress, Democrats and Republicans alike, to make that choice with me. The American story is about slow yet steadily widening the opportunities in America. And make no mistake, too many dreams have been deferred for too long. We must make the promise of the country real for everybody no matter their race, their ethnicity, their faith, their identity, or their disability. Folks, America has always been shaped by inflection points, by moments in time where we've made hard decisions about who we are and what we want to be. Lincoln, in 1860, coming to save the Union. FDR in 1932, promising a beleaguered country, a new deal. JFK in 1960, pledging a new frontier. And 12 years ago, when Barack Obama made history, he told us, yes, we can. Well, folks, we stand at an inflection point. We have an opportunity to defeat despair, to build a nation of prosperity and purpose. We can do it, I know we can. I've long talked about the battle for the soul of America. We must restore the soul of America. Our nation is shaped by the constant battle between our better angels and our darkest impulses. And what presidents say in this battle matters. It's time for our better angels to prevail. Tonight, the whole world is watching America. And I believe at our best, America is a beacon for the globe. We will not lead, we will lead not only by the example of our power, but by the power of our example. I've, I've always believed, many of you heard me say it, I've always believed we can define America in one word.
possibilities that in America, everyone should be given an opportunity to go as far as their dreams and God-giving ability will take them. You see, I believe in the possibilities of this, of this country. We're always looking ahead, ahead to an America that's freer and more just, ahead to an America that creates jobs with dignity and respect, ahead of America that cures diseases like cancer and Alzheimer's, ahead to an America that never leaves anyone behind, ahead of America that never gives up, never gives in. This is a great nation. It's always been a bad bet to bet against America. We're a good people. This is the United States of America. And there's never been anything, never been anything we've been able, not able to do when we've done it together. Folks, in the last days of the campaign, I began thinking about a hymn that means a lot to me and my family, particularly my deceased son, Bo. It captures the faith that sustains me which I believe sustains America. And I hope, and I hope it can provide some comfort and solace to 230 million thousand Americans who've lost a loved one through this terrible virus this year. My heart goes out to each and every one of you. Hopefully this hymn gives you solace as well. It goes like this. And he will raise you up on eagle's wings, bear you on the breath of dawn, and make you to shine like the sun and hold you in the palm of his hand. And now together, on Eagle's Wings, we embark on the work that God and history have called upon us to do with full hearts and steady hands, with faith in America and in each other, with love of country, a thirst for justice. Let us be the nation that we know we can be, a nation united, a nation strengthened, a nation healed, the United States of America, ladies and gentlemen, there's never, never been anything we've tried and not been able to do. So remember, as my grandpa, our grandpa, he said when I walked out of his home, when I was a kid up in Scranton, he said, Joey, keep the faith. And our grandmother, when she was alive, she yelled, no, Joey, spread it. Spread the faith. God love you all. May God bless America and may God protect our truth. Well, that is a speech for the history books. What an incredible address by the president-elect of the United States of America, number 46, telling Americans that he is going to rebuild the country, that he believes in the power of the possibilities of America, that he will defeat the virus, announcing tonight that he will appoint a committee of uh, experts and scientists to tackle the coronavirus as, as part of a transition team. Here's Jill Biden, the first lady. Throughout the evening, we've heard Biden speak a lot about his spirituality, uh, quoting at one point a psalm about his own belief in the rejuvenation and the eternal success of America. And there's the first, I don't know what you'd call him, the gentleman, 
what is that? The vice president's uh, wife would be, husband would now be the something. And I'll figure that out in a second. But in the meantime, there you see the family of vice president-elect Kamala Harris. And boy, does this feel like a different day in America. A true, true American president finally taking control of the country in just a couple of months, but already starting his work. Oh, sorry, there's the, uh, there's the vice president-elect. And Doug Earnhoff, I think is the name. take some of this in as I uh, stand by with uh, LB and Greg in just a couple of seconds. What incredible scenes.
take a look at these fireworks, incredible fireworks. Also joined tonight by Greg Oliar and Lincoln's Bible. We're just uh, hearing you guys, not seeing you yet. But I just want to get your impressions as those <laughs> incredible fireworks happen. Number 46. Uh, Go ahead, LB. Uh, it's... Uh I'm very emotional right now. <laughs> I know. I, I see. You, I wish you could try to get your, your camera up in the corner here because. <laughs> no, I love watching this. So, I love watching this. It's so emotional. It's, like, it's incredible to see the joy <laughs> coming out of your, your spirit and your eyes tonight. Um, Greg, how are you? How are you feeling? I'm just. This has been a wild uh, couple of days, but when I think about it now, and and, and knowing that we that we won, that we secured this. I'm just so oh. grateful that we did. And, and you think like, God, so many things had to break right for this to happen. But they did, and we're there, and we're now on the road to, to recovering our country from this monster. And my God, it, it, um, you know, we were on the precipice. I'm not lying, we were yeah. on the precipice. Yeah. And it was yeah. almost done, yeah. Tonight, very today, tight. we got yanked back from the precipice, oh, and we're yes, gonna be okay. We're going to be okay. Look at this guy. Okay. The he's people such a have nice spoken. Guy. Yeah, he's a she nice is, guy. And Look she's at a nice USA. person. The vice president-elect, oh. Kamala Harris, is well, a person. Oh, we love her. Person. I mean, that's, that's, you know, that's a given. She's and amazing. And Dr. Jill Biden is amazing. And you've got people who care about America and care about the unity of America. I thought that was such a yeah. striking part of what Biden was speaking about, about bringing this country back together, about unifying this country and being a, a president for all Americans. That is not something we've seen or heard in over four years. Yeah. I like that so he used right. the word mandate. Because he said that yeah. at one point. He said, this is a mandate. And I was like, oh, mandate! Because I want him to, to behave that way. You know, he did have oh, a mandate. Yeah. He has a mandate. And he seems like he's he's ready for this moment, man. I, I don't think he's going to disappoint us. I really oh, don't. Oh, no, he was so strong tonight. Such a strong yeah. speech for him. Probably his uh, best speech ever. There he is. Ever. Number 46. He really believes because he really is authentic. He really believes this. He's an American. He's not a fucking Kremlin puppet. It's unbelievable. <laughs> and he's a public servant who cares about he's service. He's a public servant. Not just someone who's there to self-service, you know. They self, all yeah. are. They yeah. all are. They are amazing people. This has been an inspired choice when you think about how early, earlier on in this campaign, you know, people didn't think they, that he would have the energy for something like this. And look Thought at what he he's done. he ran out there. Woohoo! He jogged what? out for his He did speech. jog oh, out, right? Yeah, that yeah. rant did not stop him. Yeah. <laughs> he's, he did it. And uh, did we hear the name, uh, Donald Trump? In the speech? No. I don't know if we did. No, no. I don't no. think we heard the name. Fucking loser. He's done. Yeah. He's done. He's done. Yeah. That's well, I'm going to just take uh, some of the HMSNBC stuff out of here, but uh, we'll keep watching the pictures because they're so fantastic. Oh, thank uh, you, Zeb. Oh, it's thank my pleasure. You. Thank you, guys. And thanks to everyone who has supported uh, us and, uh, and this vision and this mission to try and rid this foreign agent from our country and uh, yeah. replace them with a legitimate government, which is... You know, when you speak about the uh, enormous, the enormity of that process of everybody coming together and lifting this, you know, autocrat who, 
who basically wanted to take away everyone's health care, who uh, go through all the terrible things that he did. Uh, he's such a, uh, you know, an awful person. Monster. And that the people lifted him off their back. They just lifted him off and then threw him aside, which is where he belongs. <laughs> and now replaced him with this incredible American hero who has yes. you know, been campaigning for so many years. And finally, yes. finally, he's going to uh, get a chance to be a yes. president for this time, which is when we need him most. Because, you know, if he was president earlier on, I'm not sure he would have been needed for that moment. But he is needed for this moment more than oh, anybody look else. At the babies. Yeah. Look at the babies on the stage. Kate, do you know, uh, what, what would you oh, call the first? look at the little girl with her hair. I can't take it. Who didn't think it's too much. The country. Yeah, it's I, amazing. It's it's too bad that this is after Halloween because how many people would have worn that that suit that Kamala has on tonight for oh, Halloween? The suffragist awesome. suit. Yeah, oh. with the with the with the silk. You know, that's just that's just good look. Yeah. And uh, oh, yeah, the pantsuit finally gets to amazing. the White House, or at least the executive branch, which is which that's is going right, to be good. Baby. What a, what an administration he's beginning to put together, and saying that he's on Monday announcing mm. a uh, transition team to deal with coronavirus. Um, which yeah. you know, I'm sure will have a very influential impact on how we see things for the next uh, you know, 90 days as this transition happens. I don't think- Yeah, uh, because the sitting president went on a super spreader tour across mm -hmm. America, spreading death and disease and, and dancing. Yeah. While he's he not, was doing it. He I don't think it's really course. hit, he should it hasn't hit course. people what he did, that he, he, he actually went about and created this sort of passive mass murder uh, spree on his way out. Uh, I don't think it's really sunk in for people, but it's going to. We're going to see the taxation of our healthcare systems in a way that we've never seen it before. Uh, we really are. All these people, all these healthcare experts are raising these flags. They are they are beside themselves right now of what's lying ahead. So we're going to get behind our guy here. He is going to talk to us and get us through this moment. Oh, look at him raise their hands. Oh, that is great. Look at what them. a special moment. And it's the second gentleman. Um, yeah, thank you. Done. I was trying to figure it out, and I was, yeah. you know, I got it's, it's yeah. happens a lot, but it doesn't happen to me. You know, oh, I mean, it's a brand none of us new have had to say those words before, and I was like, <laughs> "What do you call that?" <laughs> it's <laughs> so it's the second gentleman. A, is, is that this right? This is what? what everyone should understand about yeah. Kamala and how amazing she is. Is she got herself a good Jewish husband? <laughs> Let me tell you, she is she one did. smart cookie. I know what that is. It's amazing. And yeah. that is him oh, today. There he is. Uh, oh. As he posted this Doug on M. Twitter. Yeah. Yes, Doug Emhoff. Uh, did you say the second gentleman? Is that what you said? Called it second gentleman. Oh, interesting. That's what it's called. Yeah. How interesting! And look at this incredible love they have for each other in this look beautiful at that. picture. That's a good husband right That's there. A good husband and. Yeah. And the reason that this is such an powerful thing for having Kamala in the in the executive in the White House is because of everything she represents. You know, the first uh, yes. black vice president or president of uh, of America, the first uh, Asian uh, descent or a person of Asian American descent uh, to be elected to either of those offices, and then the first woman to be elected to either of those offices. Yes. So, and then, and I'm going to hey. do something personal here. Yeah. I'm going to do a personal shout out to one of our followers who's been watching us this whole time. You guys just haven't known of my, one of my oldest dearest, deepest girlfriends, like in terms of relationships, Judy is watching. Judy is black and Asian. I'm telling you, 
this is Kamala could be her sister. What this moment is for her, I am so proud of you, Judy. I am so happy for you. I cried for you all day long. I know you're sitting there crying. Um, what this means for so many Americans to see her as a woman, as a black American, African American, as an Asian American. Oh, it's just incredible. I was watching, uh, you know, Preet Bahara and all of our great Indian Americans, you know, just the, that they've just been so, in, in terms of leadership, it's almost like it's been unnoticed for so long of these incredible Americans. And now they can see, right? They have her, they can see it. It's a, it's a beautiful, beautiful thing. And it really is, a, it's really important. It can't, we can't just keep having these, these, this one type of person. I mean, it's just not America. It's been so weird that we've done that. But I, I really believe this is a watershed moment in a way, even more so than the 2008 presidency. It I'm going to put you guys on camera just to just to warn you ahead of the second that I do that. But here we okay. go. Okay. Um, All right. Okay. Um, it's not letting me. Oh, there we go. Um, you know, it's uh, it's remarkable, and uh, this is bigger than the 2008 elections. And who would have thunk that that would have happened so soon afterwards? But the challenges yeah. Americans face today greater, greater than they did in 2008. You know, we have so much yeah. ahead of us and so much rebuilding. Uh, whether you know there's climate change or or everything else, but every single priority that he needed to mention, he mentioned tonight. Yeah, and yeah. you know, you contrast that yes. with the dark, dystopian speech that Trump did in 2016, <laughs> and boy, you know, it's a different world. Both both talk about the problems, but one one really lifted you up, and uh, and that was yeah. Biden tonight. And look at yeah. the amount of people and the happiness on the streets today. Wasn't that incredible? <laughs> oh, it was so good, so good. Great. What was your favorite moment today, Greg? I, there was a lot of, it was a little crazy out there. It was fun. There were so many good, good things. I mean, I live, um, we live on the corner. It's I mean, it's not a big town, but it's a relatively busy corner, but it's a four-way stop. So we went outside and we were just screaming, literally screaming. And people in the neighborhood <laughs> were screaming back and cars would go by and see us screaming and sort of dancing and they would beep and stuff like that. And, uh, that was wonderful. And, um, then some guy drives by on like this motorcycle with like two American flags planted on the back, you know, he didn't scream at us, but I was like, yeah, cry more, cry more, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. I just enjoyed but I'm that. putting my flag up. I can't wait. I I'm so proud to see all these American flags. You know, I, I, before it's, COVID, yeah. when it, you know, I was like, uh, that DNC, the convention better, before we even had COVID, we were talking about the conventions, like they better be flying the American flag because uh, we need to take that, this is a, this is a, our symbol and it, it doesn't just belong to one party or one movement. It's, that's all been very gross to me, that fake patriotism. Yeah. I, I don't like it. Yeah, it's not. Yeah. As it shouldn't be a divisive, uh, you know, yeah. symbol in any way whatsoever. And the world is back. You know, you immediately saw all the uh, world leaders say, you know, the, how much support and how much they look forward to working uh, with Biden, and that makes a big difference because no one wants yep. to be alone yeah. in this on this planet. And uh, yeah, and you know that that's heartfelt. And even though the four years have been harsh and terrible for American America's image abroad, it hasn't really tarnished American people's reputation. It's really only tarnished uh, Trump's so. reputation, which is uh, frankly a very good. Th thing because he deserves that um we are going well, i to broke down when those paris bells rang out when i saw that and i i really want 
I, I'm too emotional to speak in French, but I just, I so want, I just want them to understand that we know what that meant. I know that F, the world's been seeing this ugly American, but we know what it meant to have the, the motherland of democracy, right? The home of democracy, the birthplace, France, right? The first, first democracy and our, and our first ally in creating our own democracy. Um, to ring bells like that. Yeah. I mean, it just brought me to my knees. I hope bells they know that freedom. we know what that means. Yeah, the yeah. bells of freedom. And, uh, it wasn't just France, by the way. It was all I over. Know. I mean, it they were in Munich over. and in Germany, and the you know, yeah, I got texts yeah. from people abroad, and and uh, me too. Yeah. I think that was the that that was pretty great. Like the you know yeah. all the world leaders. I loved seeing that the 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 opposition leader of Belarus offer the congratulations to Joe Biden because yeah. just sub <laughs> the subtext there is yeah. just fantastic. Did we hear yeah. from Vladimir Putin today? I don't know. I didn't check that. I was wondering if he had... he has Parkinson's. So yeah. <laughs> I was. I thought maybe we were waiting for him to congratulate Biden, and that's when they would all call it. Yeah, <laughs> oh, you know, how funny. It, it took so long, and I was getting so frustrated with the decision desks. Not because they don't uh. do good work; they do such good work. But it wasn't wasn't it just took so long, and you know, you know that that wasn't for any really good reason. That was just yeah. a lot of threats and accusations, and God knows what was going on behind the scenes. But there must yeah. have been scheming that went on, or at least all sorts of delays attempted behind the scenes that we weren't seeing because. It's not that many votes to count, really, when you think about it. They've done, they've counted this many votes in past elections. Maybe not this many, but uh, but they certainly have counted close to this many. But 140. Oh, they called it. They called it for Donald with smaller margins and right. and yeah. less. Yeah. They did. So it's it was ridiculous. But um, I God only knows the threats they were getting. Who knows? Um, right. Do you know who this the is? Greatest. Who is that? That's Biden at ten years old. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't that nice? Isn't that a great picture? Yeah. He looks great. Yeah. <laughs> oh, just, he has an age yeah. yeah, he doesn't actually. He's got the same kind of smile. <laughs> just as happy. He's the same dude. Uh, there's a thing that you could really tell that people are going to be like when they're Aww. older, when they're babies, right? You could just have you look at their pictures and they sort of stay the same. Their eyes stay the same. And, and in this yeah. case, and he's been through so much. You know, the life that that man has endured. And the stories that come out are just stunning. Every single one of them are just stunning. Um, yeah. And uh, and he's here, you know. He stayed in the game. He's he was when he needed to be to do his duty. He, when he felt that calling, he stood up. And now here he is. And I think it'll be one of the greatest presidents of all time for America, because um, he has. A crisis, you know. Oftentimes, if you have a chaos and you have a crisis, it's the best opportunity to lead, and yeah. uh, and we have plenty of that. So uh, he's oh. going to be a, the right person to lead us out of this. Oh, look you know at what's... this guy! He's yeah. saying something here. He's excited. Let's see if we can listen to some of this. Oh, look at the child! Oh, it really is. What a story! What a story you know, we've been through. The best thing I think about. I was talking to my wife today about it. The best thing about Biden, really is that he's not ego-driven or he doesn't seem to be ego-driven. And so many politicians are are ego-driven. They're all kind of egomaniacs or they, you know, on, on both sides, both sides of the aisle. They're just, you know, they're, they're arrogant or they, they're egotistical or whatever. And Biden just isn't wired that way or doesn't seem to be, to me, wired that way. He really is a, a genuinely, you know, decent kind of guy who's just trying to do the right thing. And um, yeah. it's a rare quality. I think especially in a politician 
and I think it's going to serve him well and us, all of us well in the, in the days and months and years ahead. Pete Buttigieg was on TV earlier on saying that when they were at the campaign and, and debating against each other, how nice he was to everybody and how he treated everybody the same. And not just talking about the other uh, candidates, but talking about the crew. And, you know, yeah. for my I many years that, yeah. in television, I'm always like, the crew, you know, you, I always tell new talent this, be nice to the crew. The crew make oh, you look yeah. good. The crew are really, really yeah. important. Don't you know, yes, this, is not, an ego this like is not an opportunity for an ego trip. Tails yeah. off. People don't understand how, how it's hard work. It's so hard. It's such hard work. Yeah. The people that get up at the crack of dawn, they go in, they stay, they stay all night. They're missing time with their families. They're missing, you know, the working person, Joe gets. He does. Yeah. He does. Yeah. You know, he does. And that is so important. Actually, oh my I, God, I, it's so I tell important. This, sorry. I tell a similar story about Nelson Mandela because when uh, I first met Nelson Mandela in. Uh, in, well, it was just before he became president. And he was coming to a talk show I was producing on this radio station I worked in South Africa. And everyone got really excited because, you know, Nelson Mandela's coming to the show and it's a big deal. So the, the executives put out this huge spread, lots of great food. Everyone came in. It was late at night, but everyone still came in just to say, just to say hello. And he was very nice. Like, he was courteous and, 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 and well, firstly, not very nice is the wrong term because when he walked out of, in, of the elevator, his, his spirit walked out first. It was just oh. an energy that you could feel. Mm. Um, and he, you know, he just emanated such kindness and very nice to all the executives, had a little snack before he went into the studio. But before he did, he saw the cleaner who was in there every day cleaning our studios. And um, he stopped sat down with her for like 15 minutes, probably more time than he spent with anybody else. And in Kosa, spoke to her about uh, a lifetime of, of what she had to go through and, and listen to everything she had to say and try to give her comfort going forward. And I know that Joe, Bo Joe Biden is that kind of leader. He is a yeah. listener. He cares. He talks, mm -hmm. he talks to everybody, sometimes too much. But, you know, he's the guy who'll call people up and give, uh, you know, if people are in the hospital, he gives them their, his number so they can call yeah. him. And that's the kind of person that we have not seen in leadership for a while in, in America, but certainly not for the last four years. Yeah. Oh, do we have another friend? We have another friend. Here's Andrew Laufer. I've just got to quickly make I sure. I want that, to see him. Well, let's yeah. see if we can make this happen. Let's um, get Andy on. I know. How are you feeling, by the I way, LB? How are you feeling? I feel good. I feel really good. I'm exhausted, you guys. I think everyone's yeah. probably felt that. There was a wave of exhaustion, Seth, and I'm like, yeah, we'll go on tonight. Yeah, I'll be excited. And then literally 10 minutes later, I'm like, wait a minute. I think we're going to fall asleep. I think we're going to crash. And he's like, yeah. oh, yeah, I think we are going to crash um, because we're just running on fumes. But it's joy. It's joyful. Andy. Andy, hello. How are you doing? You must be... Sincerely um, happy tonight. You know, feeling pretty good right about now. Yeah. <laughs> the traitors go to prison, Andy. He's going to prison. Hey, Andy, yeah. say it. Say it, Andy. Where's You're he going? going? to prison, traitor. <laughs> <laughs> well done. So oh, did, were you out and about today? Did you go into the streets and see some of the celebrations or anything like that? I did what I love to do and just spent time with my family and – um we went to, what did we do? We ate lunch at a really cool um, restaurant in Roslyn, Long Island. And then we went over to Cold Spring Harbor and we went to an arboretum, believe it or not. 
And um, we just looked at a bunch of, you know, trees. <laughs> but, you know, it was nice. so we had a good time, you know. Um, and then uh, we met some friends out at their place to in the backyard to have some nice social distancing, uh, drinking and festi- yeah. festivities and eating and, and all that fun stuff. So. And you're enjoying a nice glass of, uh, what is that? That's- I'm, I'm enjoying a nice glass of Cabernet. You know, I had some nice Cabernet before. I'm having even more Cabernet now. Yeah, everything is, <laughs> and anything is acceptable and encouraged tonight. <laughs> yeah, tonight we're a little loopy, everybody. We're tired. I went, I went to go buy. Too. <laughs> I went to buy um, a bottle of Moet. We went to our neighbor's house across the street. And we yeah. were told that uh, they, they'd refilled the refrigerator three or four times already because there was a run on champagne. <laughs> oh, yeah. Which yeah. tracks, you know. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's amazing. It's, it's just very, what it's, a relief. It's very cool. It's, uh, you started the Moet thing last night, didn't you, LB? You were, you were the first bottle. I, I had saw. a verb. I had, oh, had a verb. Sorry. Yes. I, I saw either, lots of verbs yeah. today, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I picked Moet with the Moet. Because of the, you know. It's yeah. in the Queen song. She keeps it is the Queen song. Away. I don't have the music oh. queued up today. Where's our music? I know. I was running around trying to make all this happen tonight. I literally got on the air like two seconds before. <laughs> I can't believe it. It all looks pretty simple on the on air, but actually making the like this, the feeds coming to the right places and then the audio, it's, it always takes a little it's bit a longer lot. Than, you, yeah. than you imagine. Well, and I forgot. I'm like, okay, the thing came in, right, to log on, and then I started watching a Kamala and I, I got swept away and then I was like, oh my God, I'm supposed to be on the part. I just got so swept up in that. And we've got lots of Speech. people are watching. So if anyone has uh, questions or anything, oh, I need I to get watching. Hang I'm on. watching some of this. Are you saying Verve Kiko is better? Is it? I don't know. Mo, Moe or Verve uh, for everybody. Uh, Greg, which are you? <laughs> I bought Moe because, because because of the uh, uh, the song, but you know, I don't know. Champagne. As long as it's French, we're good. I think is the, is, as is long the as it's French from Champagne. Yeah. Like Rob Lowe explains in Wayne's World, you know, if it's not if it, if it's not French, it's not. It's, it's if it's American, it's sparkling white wine. It's not apparently it's not it has to be from. That's true. There you go. A lot of people are saying thank Very you for all, all the hard work and persistence, and we thank you for all the hard work and persistence because, wow, yeah. um, you know. When you think about how the four years had to happen, you know, people had to spread this message to every single American to get out and vote in, in the last few weeks and then to finally change the power in this country and take back the power of this country. So that's, you know, that takes a lot of individuals passing on the message, being active and then repeating it and repeating it and repeating it until everybody got the message. Because for a while there, they could have really smothered it. We could have completely yeah. had this fake narrative um, put on top of the truth, and that would have just been yeah. the way things would have been. But I every, know. Boy, the did they try. <laughs> they did try. How yeah. many laptops? How many laptops has everyone <laughs> been through? <laughs> I had I had one worm that came in and it fried my keyboard, and. Um, and it was weird, and, and I, I like my. There was the one thing that I have a really good IT guy, right? And it's the one thing that he was like, I, I don't know what this is. I don't. What are you doing? I don't know what you're doing. I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> my so studio. Sorry. I remember the one day I woke up. And Your I, studio I blew up. Yeah. Like, literally, my microphone was on. Was smoking. I was like, what is going on? How do you do that? I um, mean, literally, they blew up the entire thing. It was all fried. Everything. Yeah. If you guys, if you guys have issues with um, with your laptops and stuff, I know a good IT guy. 
His name is Hunter Biden. He's got a lot of oh. laptops. Oh, oh yeah. yes. <laughs> yes. Him and Rudy are going to start a new we franchise. Oh, God. I can't, wait. I can't wait till those indictments aren't sealed with regards to Oh, oh bring Rudy. it. Bring it. Bring it. Dude, many be. indictments must there be. <laughs> There's, there's uh, definitely a bunch out there. I mean, there, there, there has to be. I mean, the amount of criming that these clowns yeah. engaged in, um, and how stupid they are. You know, like using <laughs> using commercial, like civilian grade, like you know, and and end to end encryption is going to protect them somehow magically. You know, from uh, from friggin' the NSA. True. You know, I, you know, or or the it's FBI. Unbelievable. It's unbelievable. It's unbelievable. Because these guys kept, they kept telling us what the crime was as they were doing it, because they thought that's some like, protection. <laughs> I am now going to share. Still hear you. You know, we know what you're doing. <laughs> we can hear you. Yeah. With <laughs> Russian, the Russian military intelligence, because I'm intelligence, <laughs> and they have intelligence in their name, oh so we're related. God. And here we go. I did hear the P words today. I heard the pardon word from a number of people, and I certainly saw it in the Independent. I think earlier on. Oh yeah, uh, the British nation. You know what I blocked? Well, let's just go on record here. <laughs> yeah, I blocked that. that news. I did <laughs> that. I was, Good luck with those pardons, buddy. I, I mean, I, I think no. every news thing, feed that was like saying pardon, I'm like, I'm blocking you. You're bad. Right. Oh, that I would say what I think. I think I'm not going to say that it's a good idea to pardon anyone, but boy, you know, in terms of healing, I think that Biden is going to need the latitude to do whatever he needs to do. And well, I'm not saying Biden, that that's a pardon or not, but I think if he thinks it's the it's best thing for this country to pardon people, then he should pardon yeah. people. I don't necessarily agree with that, but I do think I we think should support he, him. I'm fine with him moment. commuting the sentence from death penalty to life in prison. I'm okay with that, yeah. but that's as far as I'll yeah. go. You know what? I am a civil rights attorney. I'm kind of against the death penalty. I'm <laughs> certainly pro-choice, you know, liberal guy. But some of these guys, you know, maybe we need to, sh to, to, to set, you know, a certain baseline in terms of, and I'm going to get serious now, which is unfortunate. Okay. Okay. But I think that this, what we just went through, we need to really set the bar to a certain height or at least, you know, whatever, whatever unit of measurement you want to use. And I think that if someone is sentenced to death, we need to make it public. Uh, and I think we need to kind of remind people that um, you don't betray the Republic. You don't betray freedom. Um, you don't risk millions of lives for, you know, self-aggrandizement or greed or whatever, whatever your, your, your ultimate goal is. And, um, you know, there's, there's a price for betrayal. And, and I think that, yeah. um, that needs to, you know, I think it needs to be used very sparingly. I'm not saying that this is, um, something that should be, you know, in wide. You're not uh, going to go full. You're not going Steve Bannon. In other no, words, so you're not no, going no, of course not. But I think that people, yeah. If the sentence, you know, I mean, you know, due process the way it, it works yeah. and, and let it go through the motions and jury find someone guilty. And if there's a sentence um, that 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 proposes, you know, the death penalty being, you know, administered, I think that we need to go old school. I said this very oh. early on, um, you know, maybe two years ago um, when, you know, whatever Twitter conversation I was having at the time 
that I think we need to set, you know, it needs to be like a public hanging or something like that. I know oh, that, what? I know that what? sounds pretty harsh. Boy. <laughs> Sam, well, you, you asked me before what my favorite part of the day was, and now I have a new favorite part of the day. Because I've been saying this before. Hang on, hang on. Existential rights attorney. Lynchings, yeah, everybody. Right. Lynchings. Not, not a lynching. Not hang a on. Lynching. No. Not 11. Uh, all right. Not, How not, can Kushner, Kushner walks free ever again in his lifetime? It is a fucking problem, and we have or anyone in his family. I'm sorry, anyone in that family. That family has a trust. They profited off of all of this. They share in everything that they do. I, I, I also think that there's this. There are people who are upfront to be the sinister villains, right? And then there are the folks behind them that are making it all happen. And um, Cheryl, like for instance, Mark Zuckerberg, easy villain. Right. Mm -hmm. And we that really needs to I mean, what Facebook yeah. has done really needs to actually be yeah. really looked at. Yeah, I but agree Cheryl on that Sandberg, one for sure. Cheryl Sandberg gets yeah. this passed sure. and Mark Zuckerberg, he can barely function. He can barely speak. He barely can form words. He just sweat breaks out. He stares like his robot. He's got that weird ass fucking haircut. Right. And he just is like, right. Is this like a costume? He's just a he's a puppet. And yeah, she's really back there going, you know, she's the problem. So there are those folks behind it. But I want to come back to what Andy was just saying in terms of I know that sounds super harsh and terrible, but yeah. humanity has had this figured out. Mankind has had this figured out for a long time as it's always pushed towards civilization. Uh, you know, I, I've pointed this out on Twitter recently about Dante, and everyone kind of has made this joke all along of like, what circle of hell are we in now? Right, right, like this sort of Dante's infernos and the, and the, and the nine circles of hell. Well, if you actually study Dante and you understand that work, the ninth and innermost circle of hell, which means the worst sin that one can create, can, can uh, commit and inflict on another, is treason. It is. It's the yeah. it's the crime of the state against the people because this was in the time of royals, right? And they would just, you know, slaughter people um, and reap all the benefits for themselves because they got a lucky twat that they fell flew out of. Excuse me. I'm sorry, everybody, but that's what that is. You know, I'm kind right? of into those lucky. You know what you just said. It's, it's that, right? It's like saying. whatever. Sorry about the slurring and the and the swearing, but that's that's what it is. The lucky gene pool, and you get to just reign over people and be either tyrannical or maybe a kind royal or what what not. Well, you know, you don't get to take this. People are entrusting you to care for them. You're taxing them and taking their money and saying, we're going to use them, use your labor and the fruits of your labor to actually provide something for you yeah. as a government. Provide for the common defense. You know, provide, provide for the for, common defense. Right. And so the if reaction. you abuse that, that is the biggest sin that you can commit in terms of that we've known this now for five, six hundred years, you know. Yeah. There is um, no shortage it, it, of people, by the way, saying that they do not... Uh, Think pardoning anybody is a good idea on our on our no, chat stream right heal. now. No, we can't heal. We can't heal. I don't, just, I don't think yeah. Biden will do that. I think Biden will just allow his DOJ to do what needs right. to be done. He won't be involved. I mean, I think that. So yeah. I hope yeah. he doesn't get a DOJ in there that's going to be kumbayaing it. We need. I think a, it's looking like a Sally Yates, isn't it? I think that's the likely. She'd have to recuse herself from so much. Yeah, oh, right. Right. Yeah, 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 ye
Yeah, I heard somebody uh, I don't float Klobuchar today. Yeah. Oh, that's interesting. Interesting. Um, who else did we hear about for the cabinet? There's obviously going to be you a know, Buttigieg uh, somewhere, I would think. For, for, Buttigieg, for the AG. Buttigieg might actually be good as sex state, believe it or not. Yeah, he might. I agree. I love the that guy, guy. The guy can talk the, the, the daylights at anyone. I mean, Although I think could, Susan Rice might get that. I think she does, she'll be fantastic in that role as well. And uh, she certainly knows the way her way around the world. So I think it might be hers, but who knows? Uh, um, no, personally, I think she's, she's, she's trying to get that. Oh, yeah? I've got some... I think she she she's she's a good person. You know, she she's definitely on the right side of things. But my personal opinion is, I don't think that's going to translate. It didn't translate for her during Obama's administration as NSA. True. Um, in terms of dealing with Russia, in terms of dealing with a lot of foreign policy issues, um, things of that nature, and it got us into some problems. I mean, she referred to Russia as a regional power. Yeah, you know, maybe in the theoretical sense they're a regional power, but they have a top tier. No, I see, and they're a nuclear power. So anyone who has nukes, yeah. first off, is not a regional power. They can they can they can attack anyone anywhere with those nukes, and yeah. their IC is one of the best in the world. You know, I, you know, you've got to, in order to confront your enemy and properly deal with your enemy, you need to respect what their capabilities are. And That's true, opinion, Andy. But, but go ahead. I'm sorry. Finish. No, no, no. In my opinion, she did not respect what they were capable of, which is part of the reason why we're, we were in the position we were. But she was working for an administration and they had a very particular tactic. And the tactic was, and even John McCain was in that tactic. Um, so it wasn't even just the administration, they had key senators who also were just saying, it's a thug with a gas station, we're not gonna take this, that they knew full well what the threat was, um, but they were playing it a very, specific way that is my takeaway i don't think it was the right play <laughs> i think um you no. know i i we all said, wish they had you know yeah that so was naive. all all of that naive. was naive and a mistake and um and when they got tough they got tough too late and then and then got yeah. themselves in a pickle because yeah. it, it then it became a part it was already weaponized to actually hit back at this guy it was going to look right. partisan um and so it was you know we got we got you know we got you know run around by the leash by that guy that's how good that's how good russia is that's how good our adversary is is they 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 ran a whole racket on us man they no, ran yeah. us oh yeah big they time did it, they did a long one hell time. of a job yeah the also, they did think about uh, now they're caught now they're caught uh, yeah, we're going to have to realign with Saudi Arabia, too. I mean, I can't imagine no. the, the incoming Biden administration is going to be as no. nice in any way to uh, you know, it, NBS. It's funny. I mean, we Tur don't need them. That, Saudi done. Arabia and Turkey, mm. you know, Saudi Arabia definitely, you know, um, floated towards the Russian sphere. But there's still, you know, obviously, um, you know, the current leadership is, is bad news. But, mm. you know, uh, but Turkey really, they, you know. Erdogan really kind of cleaned house, yeah. and Turkey very much is in the, is in the thrall of, of of Putin and Russia right now, and that's a big problem. We have a NATO member that's completely yeah yeah, yeah. that's not really acceptable. Yeah. that's not what we no. do. You know, that's, that's really just bad. I mean, I think you have we to choose. Kill our Kurds. Kill the Kurds. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we're yeah. gonna. This is gonna. There's some shit that's gonna. I'm sorry, guys. We're gonna get into no, these. I it. do think the investigations are going gonna go because we yeah. have to look. We have to look at all these things that he was doing in our name 
with our as head of state what he did to the kurds with turkey and oh my god all of that's going to get looked at it, there's a it's a mess it's yeah. a mess what this monster did um, yes. it's going to take a while to sort it out and to make stuff right and to try to figure out where do we go now right yeah, I mean, um, China and oil, which is really the middle, the middle East, is going to be our biggest, you know, challenge going yeah. forward. Because and steel. Tra- yeah, and steel. steel. Sorry, guys. Well, it, may, it is- makes a lot of sense on a geopolitical level to just, if the more we go for the renewable energy and the non-oil things, mm-hmm. that yeah. liberates us from Saudi Arabia. And Saudi Arabia, we should be shunning because they're monsters. I mean, the, yeah. the, 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 monsters. The, I mean, I think the, what we need to do, you know, what, what Biden was saying, you know, and what Obama was doing as well, which I thought was good domestically, was, you know, not that I'm a fan of fossil fuels at all. I mean, I think we need to evolve beyond them and, and just get totally renewable. But you can't do that overnight. You know, you need kind of like a bridge to get there, to get yeah. to yeah. renewable um, and fracking, which I'm not a huge fan of either. And natural gas are the ways to do that. Now, you know, we were a net exporter yeah. of of fossil fuels, you know, during Obama. I don't know if we still are now. I'm not up on I don't think so. the, the metrics yeah. on that. But, you know, that really kind of got us off the um, uh, the Saudi KSA, you know, teat, so to speak. And, um, you know, we weren't going to deal with the 1970 oil crisis anymore, 1970s oil crisis anymore. And they know their days are, are numbered and they're, they're trying to do certain things, you know, that to, to preserve, you know, their their status quo. Will they be able to do that? I don't know. You know, um, they've got there's a really. There's a whole new oil deal, right? With Israel be providing this pipeline that's with Saudi and and Gulf oil gets to go through the pipeline. That's uh, Jared's friend's company too. Yeah, yeah. that's a very. That's all deal. from Jared's buddy. That's a very bad Josh, deal. Josh Kushner. I'm going to keep saying his yeah. name too. Josh Kushner, Jared Kushner, that stupid sister. I can't remember her name. The Dumbo. And and the dad, they're all profiting off of this. Oh, so they much are. profit. And they're clearing out countries. I mean, it's not like they're just doing this. You know, they basically went into Syria and cleared that out. And then, you know, well, not specifically the Kushners, obviously, but the part of the whole plan to, like, rebuild this greater Israel is about clearing out parts of Russia. And then this week they were, you know, uh, uh, taking Bedouins from the West Bank who'd been there forever uh, and relocating them to, to other places, which is, you know, just this kind of stuff which you haven't seen for so long. And it's just back, you know, it's just really the strong man kind no, of careless uh, policy, which kills people, you know, it kills people. Mm-hmm. And then down the line, really, really destroys um, countries' reputations. And I can't believe Israel's <sighs> going that way, but there they go. So, you know, we have to renegotiate that, renegotiate that too. But Biden's the guy to do all of this. You know, he is the guy who can do this because yeah. he knows all these people. He's got friendships with all these people. Um, yeah. You know, that time when he went to Putin and he said, you have no soul. I don't think anyone's ever said that to Putin. <laughs> <laughs> Putin, uh, Putin, Putin remembered. He all of a sudden got Parkinson's. I got Parkinson's. Uh, <laughs> I'm out of here. <laughs> and, you know, know, I, mean, November I got that diagnosis right when it looked like, you know, we, we were. Uh, I got to go chill out my doctor, you know. <laughs> I mean, I got to go. <laughs> I think Whoops. this is my time to leave. Where's the exits again? And he's going to get these, this sweetheart deal where he doesn't get any prosecution, um, oh, which is which is. Cool. Oh, he's going to go. Where's he going to go? He probably has some underwater lair. 
right? <laughs> it's like he's got is it, some is it, weird. Is Epstein Island for sale? I mean, can he go to Little <laughs> St. James? He can change it the to like what's Little St. Some, James in right. Russia? I think it's still for sale. I don't think it's actually sold. They can actually. <laughs> he's got the money to buy it. They can you know, you know, create, create MAGA land in one one of the islands and Putin land in the other, <laughs> and off you go. <laughs> uh, somebody said, I have like the greatest, these great old, you know, good old boys in my life that I love so much. And uh, so it taught me this phrase of like, squat more, Stan. And we talked about that before, but it, it, now, that, now, right, of these countries where they you get these people that get elected in there on some weird thing, you know, corruption, and they make their daughter the cabinet this and the son-in-law this like this is this is what they tried to squat more stan us these mm -hmm. stupid trumps and these kushners right yeah. so uh it, it's like okay we'll get it it's i love not that, gonna work. that joe had you know, like you know we know how to deal with squatters yeah we know how the secret service we know how to deal with squatters i'm not no, worried about it do you think trump's gonna no, go back to work it. Do you think he's actually going to show up at work again? No, he's never worked to begin with. What but he's not going to go. He's not going to turn. He's not going back to the White House. I, I just don't think he's going to out of being president. That's right, Andy. Yeah, exactly. He'll have events okay. at his, he'll have events at his, uh, all of his hotels that are failing. He'll have, he'll go on a tour of his properties and have huge yeah. events there yep. and, yeah. and milk all the tax dollars. Yeah. And he'll make Mar-a-Lago his presidential, not library, but, um, Whatever they refer to it as, yeah. They, the strip club. He's not going to have a library. <laughs> it's going to be very small. <laughs> it's going to be a very yeah. small library because the guy doesn't read. So, uh, exactly. <laughs> so, so there's that. Um, exactly. Oh my god. Um, they'll make, they'll make, like, make bed by Mar-a-Lago or something like that. You know, and they'll you turn know? it into his uh, presidential library or whatever. It's I just don't know how this man is going to be appear in public again. And even with and Ivanka and Jared, how are they going to reintegrate into society? Not that I care. Can we talk about but... Ivanka for a second? Oh, yeah. Let's yes. talk about, talk about. I, yeah. I feel like for the entire four-year period of time, she's gotten a pass a little bit. And she's gotten a pass because she's pretty. And and journalists like Chris Saliza are hot for her. That's why. Uh, and, and there's this weird narrative that she... Uh, to a lesser degree, Kushner, but she's like the soul of it. And she's going to talk to Trump and make him see the light and da, da, da. Look, oh, please. day one, if Trump had a fucking brain in his skull, the first thing he should have done as president is do the family medical leave thing that Ivanka talked about. Because if he had done that, all the women that were going to Washington to protest would have had to stop and be like, wait a minute, maybe he's okay. Maybe he's on our side. And then it would have bought him time. But he didn't even do that. He couldn't even figure that out. She couldn't figure that out. She's just as bad of a grifter and a thief as the rest of them. But she's at least Don Jr., as awful as he is, at least he's authentically a troll douchebag asshole. You don't, he's not trying to pretend that he's something else. Ivanka is the same, but she's trying to pretend she's something else. And if she ever ran for anything, I was thinking about this. Everyone's like, oh, Ivanka's going to run. Who the fuck is her consistent consistent? Does anyone like her? Like literally no. at all? No. Where's no, she gonna no, run to? Right, exactly. <laughs> She's exactly. in a fantasy. She's in yeah. a fantasy. Jared's in a fantasy. Yeah. Um, I love how now they're getting dragged to where they will not be able to go back to New York and they'll say they don't want to go there and they'll find these people, I can't even believe they're still in the United States. I'm sorry. There's right. no way. 
It's shocking. They, I wonder if they're going to stay. I just don't know. They if have they eleven can. weeks. No, they got eleven no, weeks to leave. They're not. They're, I mean, they're, I know they're, 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 they're utterly reviled. They're, yeah. they're, they're hated. You know, they can't come out go? here. I won't let it happen. <laughs> go to Saudi Arabia. Here. Go I to won't. Saudi Arabia. Like, uh, I think what do you call it? I think they'll do China. I think they'll do Israel and China. Yeah. Huh? Oh my God, Jared Kushner, the Orthodox Jew in Saudi Arabia. It's like that's oh. crazy talk. I mean, <laughs> it's not even legal for him to be in Saudi Arabia. I don't think just for that reason. They are now. Uh, they're they're best of friends now. Can't make himself look outwardly Jewish. Otherwise, he'd have to be um, sent somewhere. Um, it's it, yeah. It, that's not going to work out for him. <laughs> so he actually he, never got he, to sign he, the he's, deal. He's, I don't know where he's going to go. I don't know. It's really crazy. Listen, I, I, have, I am going to sign off, Seth, because I tonight I, I have you gotta, a. You got to go. I got to go take care of myself, guys. Um, I did. A, I pushed it a little too far last night. <laughs> so I'm gonna. I got to take care of myself. But I just. I. God damn! I love you. I love all of you. I we really, love you. really do. And everyone loves you. It's My God. We do. We do. What a fight! What a fight! You did it. All of yeah. you. Yeah. Yeah. It's really I, I'm a major, so major honored. Victory. Yeah. It's amazing. I'm just so honored to know all of you, and I know that we're friends for life now. I, I have no idea how you've done it, LB. I really don't, because you're just awake at these incredibly early hours. You're tweeting sure. so much important information, and the amount of research that went into figuring yeah. out this entire Russian mob thing with all its Thank strange you. names and its weird people and the geography. And then figuring out the, the overlay of that with intelligence is, was remarkably so important to everyone's understanding. And then and then going out there and creating Lincoln's Bible and making it a a, uh, a place where everyone could you know, understand the, the narrative, which up until then Thank was you. not really known. Really remarkable, yeah. really remarkable. And also, and you, also having the, the courage you, to come on and, and show your face and talk. Yes. Yeah, we need to acknowledge that too. Well, I, a big a big milestone happened today. My brother in law had no idea um, that this was going on. Nor did one of my attorneys. I got to tell you. <laughs> <laughs> How many attorneys I have do you a, have? <laughs> well, I have you know I have I have attorneys for my career. I do have a career. I've set it aside for four years, and it's not like anybody will ever see anything I've written. But I've written shit tons of scripts all over this town. Like so, I I you know I have I, I have, have, I have attorneys. <laughs> I have attorneys, and Her team. and so what? Yeah, my team. I have a team, and so he just found that out. He's like. That's you? <laughs> I, was like, I was like, yeah, that's me. Right? I'm like, because, you know, now we got to let's do some new shit here. Let's take it to another level. So we're going to keep working. I do want to say that to everybody. Not that I'm saying goodbye for some big long thing. I'm sure we'll see each other tomorrow. We keep, we're making this a daily thing. Sure. But we're going to, I want to let everybody know, and I put a little thread out like, we are going to stay on this. It, it, it yes. is important right now to stay on top of Donald and, and this crew of people. Now it's really, really important. Um, yeah. So that, you know, more than ever, I think more than ever. So we're not going anywhere. We're not going anywhere. And these, these three guys here, these guys are amazing. These are we're, my men. We're not going anywhere. I miss it a lot. Of, we're missing a lot of people tonight. Um, they're all out like, celebrating. No, I asked for a lot of people. They're to all come out on, celebrating, and they're all saying hi. Yeah. We love you, and we'd love to come on. But uh, we're out of having we're, a great we're drinking. time. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, okay, that's fine. <laughs> Go celebrate. That's fine. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and everyone should be but, doing it tonight because tonight's a big celebration for America. It's a it really big is. night. I, I just, God, oh, mwah. you're the best. 
Thanks for chatting I love out you with all. us again. I love you. Love you, everything Abby. you've done. Love you. Know, you. What, a, what Bye, a hero. Guys. What an absolute hero. Bye. I can't say enough wonderful things about LB, and I won't, uh, I, you know, I could just go on and on about her. She's really, because, you know, she's been, it's kind of lonely doing this work when you're on your own, you know, sitting here going, okay, I'm going to try Buster Spiring. You know, it's dangerous. So, um, <laughs> maybe. So, it's great to have someone like LB to call on the phone and say, uh, you know, she was like, ah, don't worry about it. Yeah. Yeah. It's a little hot in the beginning. It's a little hot at the moment of discovery. I was like, what? What does that mean? It's a little hot at the moment of discovery. And she would talk me through so many things, so many things. And it's just a remarkable um, thing. I, I have a bad company on the line. And I don't know if you guys have to stay or go, but I just want to say hello to him because we haven't actually had him on the show recently. And I'm curious about what it looks like uh, in Portland. Oh, yeah. Uh, so let me... Uh, I, although, uh, Carl, if you can hear me, the, your camera's the wrong way, so you have to go horizontal if you can. If not, we can figure it out. We can just put you on. So uh, here we go. Um, let's see this. I can Carl, see myself. You there? Can you hear me? Uh, we can hear you. How you doing, Carl? Good. How you doing? Really good. I'm, tr I'm trying to flip my camera without messing ah, you up. Don't worry about here. it. Don't worry about it. We'll okay. stick with this. Yes. See if this works. Uh, Greg's here and Andrew's here. If you guys know each other or haven't um, up, had a man? chance to meet, what's up? So you know, I want to get an update from you, Bad, because you know everyone was predicting all the violence that was coming and all the craziness that was coming in the streets, as uh, to, to you know defense of uh, of Donald Trump's presidency, and it hasn't really materialized. It sort of has gone away. Um, I'm not surprised by that. I bet you're not surprised by it. But uh, how does it look out there in the uh, in in Portland? It's pretty quiet. It's kind of funny that, what, two nights ago, I guess the Black Block, whatever you want to call them, as I call them Black Block, showed up, caused a lot of damage, broke out a bunch of windows and stuff. And Kate Brown did finally, 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 after me screaming for months and months to call the damn National Guard, she finally went and did it. They showed up. They started making arrests. That was it. That was it. Two nights, two, two nights now in a row, it's been peaceful because the National Guard's been here. And uh, amazing, and so that's good news that the National Guard is. There. I didn't even heard that there was violence for the for, for the couple of days. Uh, but I'm, yeah, uh, it's it was pretty crazy around here. It was okay. pretty crazy for a few hours Saturday night, or what was this Wednesday night? I get lost because of all the confusion. I know they've been going on for days and days and days. Well, that's good to know. Uh, and the the movement, you know, there was a obviously a big incident in Portland. I don't want to get too serious on this night because it's a celebration night. But there is a you know a huge investigation investigation still going on about Russia's Absolutely. involvement in Proud Boys and, and all these other uh, sort of militia organizations that were sprung up uh, to, to help defend um, Donald Trump. Do you suspect he's, uh, what do you think the future is of those organizations? They're going down. Yeah. I, I, I'm pretty sure that the FBI is going to move in on them. I think I would have to say that the Proud Boys really blew it today by basically, as I would call it, blowing their wad all over Facebook. So what does that I'm, I'm Turio <laughs> and Gibbs is going to get round up. Well, they kind of threatened violence tonight. You know, the standby, uh, stand down, stand by. They said we're standing, we're, we're done with the standby crap. We're going to town and we're starting beating people up. They said that on Facebook today, and they showed never up, say these things the before problems. you do them. It's just sort of not a yeah, good right. idea. Just, just, just put it out there. Hey, we're we're coming to rob you. Let let you know we're coming to rob you. We'll, we'll be there in about an hour. <laughs> Pretty wise. <laughs> It's going to be anyways, one of the hardest things we have to deal with, though, is ultimately is getting getting those guys sort of de what it radicalized, really, because that's what they they are. They sort of become radicalized. 
it's it ain't gonna be easy, but I I believe myself it can be done. I mean, I've talked to these guys myself before, and it, it, it you just have to talk to them right. It ain't easy. You you can't yell at them. They can't yell at you. You can't argue with them. There is no arguing because they'll just out talk your ass. You got to be able to sit down with them, and it's a tough thing to do. Right now, it's just not gonna happen. It's just not going to happen. It's going to take a while for all this to work itself out. And I think once some big arrests start happening, especially yeah. with the leadership of Proud Boys, then we'll get some movement. And, I think uh, what they did in, I think what they did in Salem today kind of showed that they're kind of coming to the end of their ropes. They showed up today in a little group, tried to make some noise, didn't really get anywhere with that. And the National Guard and the state police showed up and pushed them out, and that was that. It's over. <laughs> They all went that's, home. That's uh, isn't there, here. Isn't there like some sort of division now between the Proud Boys and Trump? Because I was reading something about that. You you know that the Proud Boys are, are now apparently pissed off at Trump because he's throwing people well, under the bus or something. Exactly. Just like Q, just like QAnon is. They're all kind of freaking out because like, wait a minute, Trump is what, what's going what the hell's going on? And then today he starts, you know, his little. Well, maybe we should concede a little bit. Uh, to them i'm willing to i'm willing to give a little and that, of course they're going to get pissed about that of course they're all going freaking nuts what he's is he backing out and crying on us now so they're that's why they came out today because they got to get their energy out because they're all ah, crying themselves so they came out and did a little crying today i mean they anyone who thought that he was going to stick around and be supportive of them after the fact was delusional i mean Right, this guy doesn't right. care about we, anything. We know how Trump is. He ain't going to back his mother, let yes. alone anybody else. Yeah, you're right. A lot of people online saying they appreciate your work, uh, which is which awesome. is great. And bad, you've done some great work in exposing a lot of this. Uh, any uh, any other questions from you guys, Andrew or, or Greg, or any other last thoughts from you, uh, Bad? Ah, uh, this is it's. You know what? This has been one of the wildest rides in my entire life. I never imagined, I never imagined when I started doing this four years ago that it would turn into what it did. Yeah, you know, blow up to thirty thousand followers. I'm just like, what? <laughs> I'm, 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 I busted my ass, and I, I learned a lot. I learned a hell of a lot from you guys, Zeb, Greg, I, I, a ton. Lincoln, oh my God, Lincoln's Bible. I wish she was still here because she, she's been an inspiration to say the least i mean i i created the don j Gotti hashtag back in 2017 because i already kind of knew what was all going on with him and don god john Gotti and leona helmsley and all all that stuff i i kind of already had an idea of all that stuff and she just brought it all more to the forefront forefront and then with greg and tying that and all the russian stuff together it's, it's been an awesome learning experience from you guys for for i owe you guys a lot i really do i owe you a ton thanks i'm sure i'll be, we'll be happy to hear that and we'll pass it on yeah and i've gotten so much information from so many great places and like i said i learned a lot i got a hell of an education especially from the troll wars and all that garbage and <laughs> that, that that was a pretty wild ride but here i stand <laughs> we would still have a you know a lot of the story still has to be told and uh but it's a oh, testament absolutely. to everybody and, and literally the thousands of people who did this exercise of crowdsourcing the truth for trump russia uh you know that's how the story got broken and i'm convinced i still am convinced that we would not be here today if it wasn't for the work of the people on twitter uh who absolutely agree researching we did it, and putting together so what would we know you know 
We'd, we'd know what yeah. the mainstream media was telling us, which is what Mueller was telling us via through the, through the lanes of bar. Them. Yeah. We didn't yeah. learn from them. We learned from each other. Yeah. We pulled yeah. from, we pulled all the truth and and we we just we disregarded the MSM and all them idiots cuz it's all just like everything else with with Trump. It's the reality bullshit, you know. They got to sell an ad, they got to sell a paper. We ain't here doing that. I myself, I do this for free. I don't do it for nothing, but you know, I do it because I love my country. That's why I did it. I love this country and I had faith in our system. And I wasn't going to waver on that. No matter what anybody tried, I wasn't going to waver on that. And, and here we are. Yeah, it was kinda, really amazing kinda. to see how uh, everyone's patriotism returned. You know, when it, it, yes, you know how much there's there's such an intrinsic belief in the, what the American system is about and about freedom and, and about our values. Because everyone showed up. You know, when they needed to, they showed up. Uh, and they, you know, if you you're not going to get 140 million people showing up for for something they don't believe in, obviously. You get them to show up for something that they really do believe in. And, and uh, you know, America's got a lot of promise ahead of it and a huge challenge to combat the forces in the world that are trying to kill democracy. Um, but, you know, if anyone can do it, the American people can do it because they've really done everything that's been put in front of them before. Only they should avoid exactly. wars. Exactly. If yeah, I, I could just ask that. <laughs> All right. There was something that came, came across on me a year ago, last June, when I did the June to June thing, it, it was an overwhelming feeling and it was an overwhelming experience that I went through that kind of gave me some some light. And it was putting all this stuff together. And I, I knew, I knew from the bottom of my heart that this would be the largest voter turnout in American history, just for the way things were going. And June 6th proved that to me this year on my birthday, thank God. It proved to me that this nation was tired of this and wanting change. The, the zitgeist in America changed on June 6th. This is fact. It changed that what happened day. On June 6th. What was June 6th? Well, if you remember right, it was June. It was um, May 27th, 28th that George Floyd was killed. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, then the, and then the violence started. And then it got worse and it got worse and it got worse. Okay. It was even June 3rd when the Portland police fired their first tear gas at, at protests. Right, because well, it, it took a week before, or a few, just over a week really, before Portland sort of blew up. And then that became Correct. a battle for Portland. And then, you know, what a great well, story you're going to have to tell. Oh, absolutely. June 6th was the day that all the pro the peaceful protesters showed up, laid down on the bridge. And I knew from that moment on that we saw a shift in the movement. We saw a shift in the zit guys, basically, that this was going to start going in the right direction. And it took some time. But what did we get? The world's the largest turnout in recorded history of any vote of any kind in this country. It, it, that's sure. amazing. It, sure. That's what did it. That's what did it. It was the volume of people that came out that, that did this. And we helped all of us working together, doing what we have been done for the last four years on Twitter has helped inform people of the truth and what really is going on instead of what all the noise was telling everybody. We weeded our way through the noise and people latched on to that. And that's why we did so well. People latched on to that and it grew. It really grew. And I watched it grow, not just me, you guys too. Watched it grow. And all yeah. of those people that followed us, bro, all of those people, they all went with us and voted for Biden. We dragged people with us, we pulled people with us, and not just us, but everybody else that were, did this work, and the voter turnout was overwhelming. Yeah. 
And that was the only way we could beat this guy was overwhelming numbers. And we did it. Well, you know what? You're absolutely right, Bad. And thank you so much for coming on tonight. Uh, and I know your real name's Carl, but I'm going to call you Bad forever because it's the best handle in the world. Uh, but awesome. thanks very much for having, for joining us for a couple thanks of minutes for here. Me, guys. And thanks for all your hard work. Thanks. Nice to see you, man. Congratulations. Good you too. Okay, bye bye, and uh, and we should wrap it up because it is getting a little late. Um, but uh, well, I guess this is it. What are we going to do tomorrow? What do we do tomorrow, gentlemen? We're going to watch. I'm going to watch football for like six hours. Yeah, I don't know. Exactly. <laughs> Andrew, what are you going to do tomorrow? Gonna probably watch a bit of TV, eat some bagels. Ah, I like that. <laughs> I think I'm just going to sleep. I've had the best sleeps ever since uh, like Friday. I've had just I've this deep, no worry sleeps. I've been the best in the world. It's been, I, I did too. I slept great last night. I took a nap today. The first nap that I took today was <laughs> when my, my son woke me up. Oh my god, they're calling it! They're calling it! And then I woke up and ran in, and then I I I called LB or she called whatever, and she was also asleep when when the news came, and then I took another nap. <laughs> in the afternoon so it was like it's just that that you know just that sort of day and andy can i just acknowledge you you've been on this for so long like you, you were really among the first people that i was aware of um you know fighting for this and and, and calling out the, the the truth and stuff and i, I want to acknowledge that um you you were really a an inspiration for me and you know helping me guiding me into the right direction and um you know, thank you. I think it, it needs to be acknowledged. Um, I appreciate that, Greg. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. I appreciate I it. I appreciate I think, uh, you. And Andrew is really good at, at, at just boosting people, you know, and helping people find their audiences and helping people find the truth, uh, which is, you know, I, Kamala's best line tonight, I think, was uh, that, that we fought for the truth, you know, that everyone fought for the truth. And that yes. is ultimately what got us here today. And knowing that we can return to an era where truth and facts actually mean something is is uh, just a relief because the other option was really kind of awful. Uh, have a good night, everybody. We thank you very much for joining thank our special you, coverage. You, and we'll be thanks, back. Uh, to, thanks, uh, everybody, week. for watching. This is a great, uh, yeah. our audience. You guys are awesome. And voting yeah. and doing all the stuff that you've been doing. So uh, we'll see you again soon. Have a good night, everybody. Support Narrative's independent journalism at patreon.com forward slash narrative and check out our podcast wherever you get your podcasts and don't forget to subscribe and download. Mm -hmm.